0: This is your host, Tony Julian of Tony Talks Humanity Matters with Marty Cheek. Thanks for joining us for part two as we take even a deeper dive into Vision 2020 and what we can do to help unite humanity moving forward. Now you talk about these golden pillars and then you also have another term, which is they're, they're like foundation stones. Yeah, is there's that right? five
1: foundations. There's, okay. Um, There's 20 golden pillars, golden pillar goals, I call them. And um, each foundation stone has one, uh, arms like four uh, that relate to, you know, it's, it's thing. So uh, the first one is of the mind. Um, Second one, I'm going to cheat. I forgot.
0: Yes. Please get out your book.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The first ones of the mind, which I really do think is the most important one. If we're going to achieve, you know, a better world, it all starts in inside the head, inside that little skull area. And if we could, um, you know, change our thinking, not just our thinking, but our believing and our imagination and uh, and be able to open up ourselves to possibilities. And uh, I think more the more the possibilities open, the greater the probabilities will be open for us to, to achieve that. So long as we get that numbers. Anyway, the foundation stone of the mind. Um, I won't read them all. Uh, the foundation stone of the environment, which I think is really vital. Uh, we mm-hmm. have a, a good planet to live on. We're probably not going to be living very long. Um, the foundation stone of economic health. Money does make the world go round. I mean, yeah, it's gravity, really. But math, money is sort of the thing that you know makes helps us to have a better quality of life. Um, the foundation of stone of leadership. And this is where the women um, comes in. In terms of uh, where the true women leaders, we need more women leaders, and then the foundation stone of our civilization, and that's the fifth one. And the final, tw- the twentieth version, twentieth golden goal is a world forever free of wars and ter- acts of terrorism. People tell me that's impossible, and I tell them it's one hundred percent possible in one of two ways. Uh, the first way is the worry we're heading. Uh, And probably between the years 20 and 30, America and the People's Republic of China will come to some kind of conflict. My guess is about Taiwan, maybe the South Seas or South China Seas. And uh, that could become World War III. It won't become the nuclear war immediately. But once the tensions get to that point where you have all the allies, you know, kind of coming together and fighting, um, there could be a possible nuclear exchange. And China is building up its nuclear arms rapidly so we're just going to see some you know interesting things unfortunate things so we could basically annihilate ourselves in uh by the year mid part of the century and uh my novel humanity talks about that quite a bit we actually see the end of the world from space at one point
0: and let let me just inter interject for our listeners and viewers that this is a fictional book it's fictional <laughs> it's, yes you wrote it based on uh your well, what you research have search so,
1: yeah so uh uh, I think you have to be realistic. You can't say, "Oh, that will never happen." Why should we worry about it? No, it is one hundred percent possible. And but the yeah the, that happens early in the book, and then we find out how we do not destroy ourselves if we you know follow you know Vision Twenty Twenty and the uh, the path to Agape. The other role, or the other way we can achieve a global peace, is through Agape, um, the love of humanity, and if we could you know, use media. The power of media is incredible. I'm, you know, just a small town newspaper reporter for Gilroy Life and Morgan Life. I see, well, some of these stories make a huge impact on, you know, people's lives and school kids and and, uh, in the region uh, and brings up issues that need to be discussed. But I think, um, you know, it's news to me, marketing, being able to market, uh, you know, products and services, but also ideas. Education. Um, that's one of the things we have seen a real decline in, in our schools, not just public, but private and parochial too, I've seen, and then arts and entertainment. And I think that's really where humanity comes together is through the arts and entertainment, you know, storytelling. We are, we're, we're made by nature to be storytellers and connect with each other. So those are the four, uh, media components that live media wants to build basically to connect people together. Um, people sometimes say, well, it sounds like social media to me. And I say, it ain't social media. It's the opposite. You know, we're going to vet, we're not going to allow anybody just to put anything up there and, you know, put misinformation or disinformation up there. So, uh, so I think that's really uh, a major key. I'll tell you why I, uh, came up, up with this idea and it has to do with mm-hmm. the Nazis. <laughs> mm-hmm. My mom was, uh, born in 1926 in Berlin, Germany. And, um, she grew in, you know, up in that you know, beautiful city as a cosmopolitan, and over time she saw the fascists take over. Uh, that not just take over, you know, Berlin, but the whole country. And the way they did it was using media, um, newspapers, magazines, films, but particularly radio. Radio was very new at that time and very powerful, and so that was able. You know, they were able to really target information. So uh, by at the beginning of like 1929, like three percent of Germany's population were Nazis, were members of the Nazi parties. By 1939, eight million Americans, I'm sorry, eight million Germans were members of the Nazi party. Thank God my grandparents weren't. Uh, I'm proud of that. They actually worked with another Lutheran couple to hide a family of Jews in a basement in, in Berlin. So they had the courage, uh, which unfortunately not enough Germans did. So, but, um, But yeah, so media has an incredible power to bring people together or to us. And uh, social media, I won't say which ones, but pretty much all of them have has been really destroying the fabric of our democracy. And, uh, you know, we need to go in the other direction or else we're heading for oblivion.
0: Yeah. Can you give us some examples of how social media media is impacting our democracy? Just so it helps yeah, just, increase our our awareness
1: I won't, I won't name names but you can imagine Oh yeah, I mean we poli- know that
0: we know the major players yeah, so certain politicians. just just some general general uh, yeah. examples.
1: Yeah, so uh there's misinformation that gets out there uh there's uh systems that just create messages bots that go out there and and you know the Russians were known for that a few years ago during one of the elections um and uh mm-hmm. so there's a lot of mis you know, information. What's really scary now is uh, deep fake, where you can have, you know, you or me basically. If you know, there's some video that we somebody can use and turn it into something where we say hateful things or horrible things, which is not your style, not mine either. Um, I'm concerned about artificial- that.
0: That must be what's going on with Elon, don't you think? <laughs> I think Elon. <laughs> it must have been that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll give him that, you know.
0: We'll give him that.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, the irony is I really respected Elon uh, before he bought Twitter because I thought he was a guy that we needed in our business world is somebody who has audacious goals. I think a little bit of him crazy going, you know, sending a million uh, people to Mars, you know, as a settlement. But he was also the kind of guy that made things happen. And then he bought Twitter. And it was sort of like this, um, I don't know. I think he had like some kind of weird nervous breakdown and now he's saying the worst things and he's a danger, I think, you know, for people who admire him, that, you know, people who uh, have him as, you know, or fans of his, you know, can maybe take up, take what he's saying and, you know, make it their own. So, but, um, But yeah, uh, I don't think it's deep fake. I think it's real. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, there are one thing that you wrote about, too, that I thought was interesting is that you're talking about people that are in positions of power. So, let's talk about that. I think you wrote something about, uh, let's see. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to read a little excerpt, if that's okay. I think this is the one. Let me just double check here really quickly. You were talking about people, it's a um agape is a love that appears to be lacking in America. And you talked about the overall overwhelming negativity prevalent in the 24 hour news cycles. And then I think you went on to talk about how uh being able to cultivate leadership and how agape is really missing in people who are in the high positions of power and how they use the fear to to create this this divisiveness and things would you would you say that's that that is in alignment with what you're talking about right now and how that plays out in the social media
1: yeah that's the scary part of social media is Mm -hmm. it, it filters um certain people's you know thoughts and 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 uh basically rewards people for going in that direction and then they get more rewards and so they get a very um filtered way of looking at the world and a very unrealistic world the world like we were talking about earlier is balanced I mean there's so many different components of it and if you're always on the left side or the right side and you keep going in that direction you're going to go to extreme views and that's not a healthy thing for democracy I mean that's not the intention of you know you know the founding fathers when they you know wrote the uh, constitution they wanted hey let's let's have some ideas it was the age of enlightenment so that's sort of why they were really big big on you know let's try some new ideas and not, you know, just do the old traditional thing, the status quo thing. So, um, so we're seeing that now in our, uh, country that uh, people are going are, are just basically digesting information that really fits what they believe and what they want to believe. And they're not opening up their minds to other ideas. So, uh, I, um, I wrote a book with uh, Jerry McNerney years ago called Clean Energy Nation about you know moving America away from fossil fuels into clean energy. And one of the things that um, we write in the book is it takes two wings for an eagle to fly. And it's really you know it's that tr- it's true. And you need the head looking forward. you have that those eyes have to look forward to some you know kind of a goal. and that's what we're lacking right now. We have two wings, but they're not flying, they're fighting each other and uh and we're seeing no real vision in terms of where this country needs to go and i'm talking both sides okay both mm-hmm, sides sure. are, are guilty of this right um, and uh and it's a dysfunctional government we have a demo- dysfunctional democracy and that can't last very long just ask you know the germans in 1930s and 40s you know oh you know you have a one party system essentially and uh, any other party comes up you know they're crushed so so it's a very dangerous time um you know, sometimes you know people mention or experts mention authoritarianism, and even civil war. It wouldn't be a civil war like the ninth or 1860s, but it'd be a more of an insurrection. And we saw that in um, Northern Ireland and some other places, uh, um, Syria right now. Um, so we're at a point that maybe next year, if this thing goes on, we could see increasing number of violent amount of violence especially heading toward the election, and um, assassinations, um, violence. Take a look at the 1960s. I was born in 1966, so I I honestly don't remember the the, uh, the 60s. But that was the time where there was a lot of violence, and on the left side, ironically. So we're going to see potentially that happen. Um, I won't go into details what's going to happen, but... It's uh, a little scary in terms of what the next election, the 2024 election, could open up Pandora's box of terror and um, and violence and, and death for a lot of Americans.
0: Yeah, me- media really can be a double-edged sword. Oh, it yeah. really can be. I mean, it can work for good and it could work for, uh, the, you know, the opposite of that. So what, what can people do? Say they say, okay, Marty, I like what you're saying. What what can I do to learn, learn more about this? And, and what can I do as an individual to help move this forward?
1: So uh, somebody said, well, you're not going to get everybody to support, you know, your movement. You're, you're not going to get everybody to support peace. And I said, yeah, uh, we don't need everybody.
0: Who said we, that? Uh, who said that?
1: Uh, just a friend. A friend. not <laughs> so, a friend. But He's say, not well, a friend.
0: <laughs> tell, tell him to go away.
1: <laughs> I won't mention names. <laughs> i
0: probably know i probably know
1: um, but, 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 but but yeah but we don't no, we don't
0: need negativity but, we want yeah, hope So to give us some I, hope
1: here let me let me finish yes Great, there's more We okay percent of the human population we really mm-hmm. do it's not a lot i mean it's you know so it's a little more than eight billion people on the planet right now uh as of you know last november year last year november and so that's 80 million people. So 1% or 2% at the most is what we need. And they don't have to be like, you know, spending their whole lives doing it. They need to basically, you know, make this, you know, a priority in their life. Obviously, their uh, their families and careers and all that is, are important too. But things, small things, uh, one, buy these books. They're $20 each. And all the royalty money goes to Life Media Group to build the system that we want to build that will basically revolutionize you know, our media to a more positive direction, more um, – what, what was the word? Equanimous? Equanimous. Equanimous. Mm-hmm. Maybe more yeah. in that direction where we're more equal in how we look at things. Um, the more people buy the books and it becomes a bestseller, the more politicians and celebrities and you know, a lot of famous people, famous folks are going to say, oh – There's something about this. Uh, I see the potential of making films based on this, uh, documentary films that are fun with kids, top telling grownups, you know, this is the kind of world we want. Uh, You know, we don't like what you're doing to our world. So let's change it. Um, Empower kids, empower young kids from like seven to 17, pre-voting age kids. And then, um, you know, it just help, you know, build what we want to build using, you know, to use media to bring people together, not, you know, separate them. And, uh, but I think if this thing takes off, it's like a fire, you know, a little match. And uh, not that I'm advocating this, but you can go into a forest and put a match, you know, uh, in some um, kindling, and then suddenly the whole forest is burning. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but, but that's how it works. You know, one little match can really, really start off if the fuel's there, if people are really interested and keen about. It you know, make it a better world, not just for themselves and their family, but for everyone. And I think that's the key.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I i think people are, a lot of people that I talk to, people are definitely ready for change. And I know that's just so over, oversaid, you know, it's, um, but, but I think, I think there are a lot of people who don't want to see this level of divisiveness and who do, who do want to see people at peace. And it starts with us individually. So yeah, the more people we can get together, the, the better. So where can people buy your books?
1: So the only way to get it right now is Amazon. Um, I will be having some at the Booksmart, independent bookstore in Morgan Hill. I'm good friends with the owners there, but uh, it's self published. Um, I didn't want, I've, I've published books before, but it's a lot of pain, you know, to deal with uh, You don't get much royalty from it, to be honest. And this was done as a fundraiser. And basically, I I wanted people to say, oh, yeah, I get it. I see what you want to do. And I'm going to support it. I'm going to tell my friends to support it. This is, I think, peace on earth, goodwill to all humanity by Christmas Day, December 25th in the year 2040. Call it a hunch, but I think it's the greatest Christmas gift you can ever give any kid or anybody in the whole world and um the amazing thing is it's 100 possible it's audacious no doubt about that but it's 100 possible probably right now it's not probable because we don't have enough people supporting it but once you get to that critical mass of you know let's say 80 million people uh who say i'm tired of it i'm tired of how we're dealing with our planet right now and you know we're we're going off the edge pretty soon let's fix it and um that's the key i think media will bring it you know bring people together once you get you know the celebrities hey elon musk if you're listening out there support vision 2020 you uh You got a lot of repairing to do on your reputation, and this might help a little bit. So
0: not sure that he cares so much, but that's okay. to each his own. (laughs) I accept that, too. (laughs) I can throw it out there. He's never
1: going to see it. Um,
0: Oh, you never know, Marty. You never know. Um, And so uh, just I've got a couple more questions. One is why by 2040? How did you come up with that date? Vision
1: 2020. um, So it's uh, why Vision 2040. So we started in 2020, and that was when I first published the uh, nonfiction book here Christmas time 2020 and I said okay how long will it take to achieve a better world and it will take one generation one generation of you know the next generation and what how long is a generation generally it's about 20 years so I did some really easy math I'm not very good at math but did some really easy math I said Christmas day 2020. Plus 20 would be, oh, my God, it's Christmas Day, 2040. So that's how we got to 2040. Wait, let
0: me get out my calculator. Yeah, make
1: sure I'm (laughs) right because, you know, it will be embarrassing. (laughs) Um, One of the things I picked Christmas Day for, Christmas Day is sort of a religious holiday, but it's more of a secular holiday. And the focus is all humanity. You don't have to be Christian to, you know, give presents and all that. And it's also, you know, if you read the, you know, cheesy Christmas cards that everybody sends, you know, some of them say peace on earth, goodwill to men. When they say men, they mean mankind, really. Mm-hmm. That's what we need is, you know, not to have, you know, uh, a Christmas card sentiment, but, you know, something written on a card, but written on our hearts uh, and our souls. And, uh, you know, I can't imagine if you know of a better gift to give the world other than global peace by Christmas Day in the year 2040, let me know. (laughs) I can't imagine anything more important, I think, than bringing humanity together, not just ending wars, but, you know, connecting us as one human family.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it is a beautiful thing. And I do believe it starts in our hearts. Absolutely. So, Marty, is there there any last words of wisdom or hope or inspiration or inspiration you would like to share before we sign off?
1: So the thing is, we all have to be part of this solution. And uh, unfortunately, vast majority of people, maybe 98, 99 percent of people won't be. But there will be one percent. I'm pretty sure there will be one percent who says, yeah, um, I can put in 20 bucks to get, you know, a novel or or, or another 20 bucks to get, you know, the nonfiction book. And uh, if that hits the bestsellers list, you know, then the media will be interested. And once the media is interested and the politicians are interested and then, you know, it becomes a real thing. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a good Christmas present, particularly if you want a fun novel, it's a science fiction novel, but it's uh, it's also a spiritual novel. I wasn't intending to write it, but it's very it's got a very spiritual um, message to it. Um, agape. I mean, I can't imagine anything more spiritual than this, And uh, it's a fun novel, too. The nonfiction book is a little drier. Uh, it's uh, I've been told that and I've done some rewriting, so hopefully it's a little more fresher, but what I think the nonfiction book vision 2020 does is kind of gives you a background or a simple backgrounder on you know what we need to do to achieve a better world especially a world of peace and, and freedom from wars and terrorism um, it's uh it's faster to read and uh, it's got stories in it uh, based on you know my mom and da- dad uh, you'll see Um and, uh and other things um but I also think you know we're at a point in human history that we got to make this choice uh either life or death blessings or curses and uh the Bible says they encourage us to uh to choose life so it's it's our choice we can't we can't it anybody else
0: it is and it's our it's our conscious choice so I, I like using that word conscious because it, we have to be deliberate. With this, and if we just let things go with the flow, it's going to go in a way that we don't want it to go. So, Marty, thank you so much for your time and sharing your insights. And you are just a lovely human being. I am so proud to know you, and proud of the work that you're doing, and um, and being bold and audacious. You don't get anywhere by by not being audacious these days. Thank
1: you. I I appreciate it
0: yeah thank you so much so thank you for everyone for joining tony talks humanity matters and be sure to check out the links below i'm going to post the link to marty's book on amazon so that you will find it very quickly and please like share and subscribe so you'll be sure not to miss our next episode so thank you for joining us from my heart to yours and marty this is where we do this we heart we say from our hearts to everybody else we love you bye bye bye